can't trip off the flow, man. Some neighbors were saying way too loud. That's only in the moment. You supposed to be up cooking breakfast or somebody. That's like an alarm clock. Woo! Welcome in, everybody, to a brand new episode of the world-famous Loose Lugnuts podcast. I'm Evan Roberts, joined alongside Thomas Dick and our good friend Tyler Pig, who joined us for the championship preview. Uh, we're heading to the desert. Yeah, Phoenix, hometown of uh, uh, Alex Bowman. Three hours away. Who's, who's back? He's back. He's back. Yeah, so final... Uh, final race of the year that means there's not many more podcasts till february no um off season regroup next year we got to come up with a uh, some sort of plan this last couple months were rough um i did most of the work it seems like <laughs> uh you've done all the work <laughs> yeah uh, no, so let's uh, get into the news around NASCAR before we preview the uh, three championship races we have uh, this weekend. The Athletics' George Bianchi reports that Jimmy Johnson is close to finalizing a deal to obtain an ownership stake uh, with Petty GMS. Um, he'll drive um, some races for the team. Um, so kind of nice to see Jimmy back into the fold. Yeah, I think he realized the indie thing, man. <laughs> I don't think he uh, he really wasn't gaining much traction there. Let's get back to something you know. The team is on an upswing. Eric Jones has really been uh, strong as of late, um, second half of the season. He's my uh, long shot pick of the uh, every week. Um, plus, they got Noah Gregson coming up to drive the uh, 42 next year. So uh, really good things going with them. Uh, and Gallagher, like word word on the street, is he likes to spend money as long as it's spent smartly. So I think Johnson could really, uh, Jimmy Johnson, can add some insight from a driver's uh, perspective that helps the team out a lot. Yeah, I thought it's a lot about getting Noah Gregson, obviously time in the seat, but also having somebody he can mentor. Uh, we saw that when Jimmy was with Hendricks and, and getting Kyle Larson aboard, and way back in the day when Kyle Busch was with those guys. So um, I think it's a really smart move, and and. He's going to have to ride, drive, drive more road co- courses. The NASCAR schedule has changed a little bit since the last time he was in this thing full time. So, but I think it's a really good move for Petty GMS. And like like Thomas said, Eric Jones had a really good year. So, um, kind of a strong team. It might can make some moves, and maybe it's making the playoffs next year. Well, Look forward to Thomas picking Eric Jones as his long shot to win the championship next year. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, um, it'd be really long shot if I picked him to win it this year. Um, uh, and, and you're going to have – you got sort of a rivalry going now. You got Gordon over there at Hendrick. You got Johnson uh, making camp at Petty GMS. You got Denny Hamlin at 23XI. I don't know how long Tony Stewart uh, lasts at uh, Stewart Haas Racing in NASCAR. Um, and there's someone else I'm missing, um, I feel like. Brad Keselowski? Brad Keselowski, yeah, at uh, RFK. Um so, and I actually forgot in the rundown, I never looked to see what Tony Stewart actually did in his uh, drag racing debut, but maybe we'll have that by the end of the rundown. Uh, so, if, you know, you mentioned IndyCar. We always talk about F1 being Euro trash. What do we call IndyCar? Amero Euro trash. 
Americanized Euro trash. I don't know. I say we, I say we bring carts back and have two series going on at the same time. Ooh, there you go. They had some cart highlights on the Indy Racing the other day, and I was like, "Whoa, I had forgotten about carts! Holy smokes!" It's like I forgot about that whole thing. Uh, some other news: Tyler Reddick says he's been cleared to race this weekend. Uh, doesn't say what he was cleared from, though. Maybe is that hangover that he had? Yeah, I just found that weird. The wording, like he's like, "I saw the doctors and I was cleared," but they never said what he had. I'm assuming. They thought he could have had concussion symptoms, but then he was cleared because he didn't have a concussion. Hmm. I mean, he could have taken a weekend off. It's his last race in the A car, so wouldn't have been the worst thing. But you know, got to cash those checks. I he did take, hit the wall pretty hard, and and it's many concussions since we've had this year. I wasn't surprised that I mean NASCAR was getting out in front of him, saying he's good, he, he can go for one more race before he makes the move to RCR. Yes, we kind of talked about too with like. Tyler Reddick coming back for this week, and then Alex Bowman coming back for this week. It's like, dude, just enjoy the offseason. Like, this race yeah, does Al- not matter to you. The Alex Bowman one was like, they had him on the pit box sat on Sunday, and they were like, yeah, he's going to come back and race next week. And I was like, for for what? Like, I don't know. It's just the, to not get Noah Gregson more time. We need to talk about Noah Gregson, by the way, and what he said today about Ty Gibbs. Did you guys miss that? I'll bring it up in the Xfinity oh, I, I Oh, man. That's that's the hot the hot topic of the day. Yeah, but it's I, bizarre to me. I, I read about it and I didn't add it to the rundown because I sort of agree with Ty Gibbs is always saying he's learned his lesson, he's got to move on, but then he never actually learned his lesson. <laughs> but we'll get into that later. Where do we want to do it now? Okay, go ahead. Break it so, down uh, for us, Tyler. Yeah, go well, ahead, Tyler. Today we had media championships, championship weekend media day, guys. And and obviously we get the trucks, a lot of conversation with Ben Rhodes and those guys and about their championship four. We get the Xfinity guys out there, a lot of funny moments with Ross Chastain, how he can't see over the windshield, all that stuff. But in the Xfinity, though, we literally had a, and I quote, a knockdown punch statement from Noah Gregson where he says, I just don't like Ty Gibbs. And I'm speaking what everybody doesn't want to say out loud. I'm sick and tired I'm sorry of the quote. I'm sorry of trying and I'm trying to learn to deal with it. It's been two years, my man. He doesn't care and he's living in fantasy land. End quote. Yeah, he so, said something it. about how the drivers were tired of being his pinball. Uh, so, yeah, he had some stuff to say. He was very remorseful. Like, if you watch Ty Gibbs' comments, he's, you know, I've got to be better. I'm upset about myself. I love Martinsville, what, yada, yada, yada. But, I guys, a little thing. secret. I am not picking Ty Gibbs to win the championship this weekend. I will be shocked if he finishes. And it's like the ninth time, well, not ninth, maybe fifth or sixth time this year he's had to say that. So when you really, when you literally dent the front and the front right quarter panel of your car <laughs> at Martinsville, going 130 miles an hour to clear guy out of the way, like you're going to get what's coming to you, and it may just be this Sunday. So what's the over-under on how long he lasts? Like 150, 100 laps? I go, I, I'd go under 100. I mean, the race is 200, so. I, I'd go under 100. I don't know if he makes it past stage one. Tommy? And it may be, and it may be Noah Gregson who does it. <laughs> I, I, I don't know that he ever actually gets knocked out of the race. I just think that it is very hard for him, and I don't believe he wins. Um, so, 
All right, so uh, Steve O'Donnell says there's no plan to adjust rules following Ross Chastain's move uh, at the end of Martinsville last week. He told SiriusXM NASCAR Radio that it didn't break any rules, but he did uh, word it weirdly, though. He said, quote, but at this point in looking at it, it was a move that was within the rule book and really don't think it's right to adjust the rules when for 35 races we've done we've been one way and throw a wrinkle in for the 36. So it kind of makes it sound like they may make a change in the offseason. Yeah, like he, it's sort of like because I thought the way the question was asked was like, hey, are you ever going to change the rule? And he never really answered that. He just sort of said, well, we're not going to change it for Phoenix. Well, why would you change it for Phoenix? That, that move wouldn't work at Phoenix. It wouldn't work at most of the tracks. It definitely wouldn't work at the Roval. It might not even completely work at Bristol. Because yeah. of how narrow the straightaways and the turns are, the straightaways and turns are tighter at Bristol than they are at Martinsville. Yeah. Uh, he the funny thing is, is is Ross Chastain basically said he had never practiced that today in real life, but apparently Daniel Suarez had, and that's kind of where maybe the idea came from that they had simulated trying to do it. But yeah, I don't I don't get why that rule change would ever come into effect. You're you're never going to drive 200 miles into the wall of Daytona. Yeah. It really affects Dover, Martinsville, and you don't Bristol. think if you did a, a, Day, a Daytona, you couldn't slingshot two miles <laughs> along the wall. You don't think that would work out? No, probably not. <laughs> I tried it. On, I tried it on like NASCAR Heat one time. I think with like Steve Park, and it didn't work really well. So, yeah. all right. Uh, so what are we uh, next here? Uh, Xfinity Silly Season is in full swing. Uh, Garrett Smithley will run the number 78 full-time for BJ McLeod Motorsports. Um, Ryan Vargas is out at JD Motorsports. Uh, Bass Pro Shop sticking with Junior Motorsports. They're going to sponsor uh, Josh Berry. Menard sponsoring Brandon Jones for the full 2023 uh, Xfinity Series as he replaces Noah Gregson in the number nine. Uh, Whelan returns as Sheldon's full cre- or Sheldon Creed's full-time sponsor next year. Uh, and then Ryan Sieg's crew chief, Kevin Cowboy Starlin, uh, is retiring. Yeah, and you missed that Bass Pro Shop's also going to sponsor Dale Jr. for the two races he's going to run in the fall. So No, I was giving you something to talk about. Okay. Well, Come on. Yeah, yeah no, word, uh, no word on if they'll also go with Gregson up to the Cup Series. They already sponsor Austin Dillon and Martin Truex up there. So three seems like a lot to be sponsoring in the same series. But he always is really good at getting those uh, those sponsor plugs in after races. Even when he was down and out last year, he talked about going to get some Black Rifle coffee and so to go to Bass Pro Shops to get a gun to take care of David Starr, beat a dipshit. Like, so what do we think? I kind of wish my nickname was Cowboy, like Kevin Starland, yeah. like Cowboy Starland. Just like you, just know that guy's a badass. I, I mean, nothing out of the ordinary, you know. I was hoping for some bigger news this week, but that's what we got. Uh, I'm surprised you didn't put Pat Gravian featured on Team Penske's Instagram account in the news. Oh, I didn't see it. Oh, that's our good friend. There you go. I uh, And then the, uh, like, the Bass Pro going to Junior Motorsports, I found a little that they were backing Josh Berry. I found, I'm not odd, it's just Josh Berry seemed like he had set sponsors so i don't know if those set sponsors were setting to leave him that he had harrison's which basically sponsored him the whole year um so who knows and i couldn't even have told you who josh Berry's sponsor was 
Uh, well, that's because I do all the the legwork. Uh, what do we got here? We got it's Championship Four week. Is that yeah? Is we that do. trademark like the Final Four. Maybe they should. It should. It won't cost you as much to use the Final Four. Though, I'll tell you that. Ah. Uh, so we're at Phoenix Raceway. This will be Sunday at 3 p.m. Eastern on NBC, the Motor Racing Network, and Sirius XM at NASCAR Radio with coverage starting at 1.30 p.m. 312 miles, 312 laps, stages of 60, 125, and 127. Uh, the four contenders for the championship are Christopher Bell, Ross Chastain, Chase Elliott, and Joey Logano, two former champions, Joey Logano in 2018 and Chase Elliott in 2020. I think that Joey Logano 2018, isn't that when he took out your guy on turn four? Yeah. Martin Truex. Yeah, Truex was trying to go back to back. Yeah. So driver of the, the decade. Mar- driver of the decade, Martin Truex. <laughs> uh third year uh that Phoenix has hosted the championship race. It used to be um at Homestead, Miami for the longest time. It was 16 seasons from 2004 uh to 19. Phoenix hosted the final round of eight race uh from 2005 to 19. Yeah, and then we have the uh, last eight years. Uh, the NASCAR champion has won the NASCAR championship race, so that creates a lot of excitement. Uh, we have eight active uh, Phoenix winners in the race. Kevin Harvick, nine wins. Kyle Busch, two. Joey Logano, uh, Denny Hamlin. Oh, wait, Kyle Busch had three, sorry. Uh, Logano, Hamlin, two apiece. Briscoe, Larson, Trucks, and Elliott, one apiece. Austin Sindrick mathematically uh, has clinched the Sunoco Rookie of the Year, but he doesn't get the award until he finishes the season in good standing, which means he cannot molest a dead horse this last weekend. Um, uh, Sindrick finished way ahead of Harrison Burton and Todd Gillen, uh, although NASCAR notes said he also leads Anthony Alfredo, who isn't even in the series. NASCAR, if you need someone to work in your PR department doing notes, uh, I'm available. <laughs> We know a guy. Maybe spoiler alert. Maybe fast pasta's moving up. And they just haven't told us yet. Oh, there you go. Uh, so looking at the four contenders, we got Ross Chastain, who has two wins. That was at Circuit of the Americas in Talladega. Uh, Fourteen top fives, twenty top tens, average finish of thirteen point uh, five. This is his first playoff in the nine playoff races. He has a runner-up finish at Las Vegas and Homestead. Uh, top five finishes in four of the last five races, uh, but he did finish 37th at Roval, which almost uh, screwed him. He is not too good at Phoenix, though. Eight starts and just one uh, top 10 finishes. Average finish is 20.5 at the track and a driver rating of 57.7. <laughs> and that driver rating kind of reminds me of my grades at Auburn. <laughs> but there's a big but here. He What's did that? finish. He finished second behind chase briscoe here in the spring race so it's it's an enigma like he's not good here but the last time he was here he finished second i'm gonna have to go back and look at the race and see how he raced i sh- probably should have did that before i picked him <laughs> winner but uh yeah he is first five races here he finished 23rd or worse but then he followed up with a 19th and a 14th last year and a second as we said in the spring and then uh, Chase Elliott, he's been uh, the winningest driver in NASCAR this season. He has five wins at Dover, Nashville, Atlanta, Pocono, and Talladega. 12 top fives, 20 top tens, average finish of 12.0. This is his third consecutive championship four appearance. And as we mentioned earlier, he did win it in 2020. 
Uh, he's been in the playoffs all seven years uh, that he's been a full-time cup driver. He's looking to become the fourth driver to win the overall title and regular season championship in the same year, joining uh, Truex in 2017. Kyle Seems Wilson like just last year. And then Kyle Larson last season. Yeah, he's been mostly not good in the playoffs this year. He had a 36 at Darlington, 32nd at Texas, a couple finishes in the 20s. He was the runner-up in Bristol and the winner at Talladega. He really benefited from those regular season points and playoff points he earned. Uh, just kind of looking at the results uh, from the spring race. Although, yeah, I can't really call it spring. It was in March. But uh, Ross Chastain didn't finish in the top 10 in stage one, finished seventh in stage two, and then was runner-up. And he started 17th. So. Uh, the other other contenders, uh, Joey Logano, he's got three wins. Uh, Darlington in the spring, Gateway in Las Vegas three weeks ago. He's got 10 top fives, 16 top tens, average finish of 13.8. Uh, this year in the playoffs, he has two 27th place finishes, two 18th place finishes, and a 17th. Other four races, he's finished in the top six, including the win at Vegas and a runner-up at Texas. He does have two cup wins at Phoenix, the most among the championship four. His driver rating of 94.7 is second best among the championship four. Uh, in his 27 races at Phoenix, he has 15 top 15s and seven top fives. Oh, that should be 15 top five, uh, tens. Um, top 15s are stupid. This is his fifth championship four. That's tied for the most in the series. And he, like we said, he won the title in 2018. This year... Christopher Bell has three wins, including two clutch walk-off wins at Roval and Martinsville. He added a win at New Hampshire. Uh, he has 12 top fives, 19 top tens, average finish of 13.9. This is his third full-time season in the Cup Series. He's participating in his second playoffs and his first championship four. Now, it's impressive he... Uh, he got the two walk-off wins at the round of 12 and the round of eight, but the reason he needed those is he started both those rounds with 34th place finishes, uh, one at Texas, one at Las Vegas. Uh, he had a really good round of 16, though. He uh, finished fifth at Darlington, third at Kansas, fourth at Bristol. He's got five races at Phoenix. The numbers aren't great. Two top tens. Those two top tens were both nines, uh, ninth place finishes at both of the races last year in 2021. He finished 20th earlier this year, average finish of 17. So the numbers don't trend in his favor. Let's go back. But he's, oh, go but he's the only guy to win two playoff races, TD. He is. He's he the is. only guy. Let's go to the Wayback Machine. Woo! Uh, preseason picks. Uh, I thought all, everyone was on the preseason show, but they weren't. It was just Evan and I. Uh, we both picked the rookie of the year. Uh, we got that right. Austin Sindrick. Don't molest any horses this weekend. Uh, bold predictions. So Chase Briscoe uh, wins at least two races. That was Evan. So he got halfway there. Oh. Justin Haley makes it to the top eight. <laughs> that was bold. <laughs> that didn't happen. Uh, and then in the yeah, and then the final four, uh, Thomas picked Kyle Larson, Chase Elliott, uh, Ryan Blaney, Joey Logano. Yeah. You got two. Me an idiot picked Kyle Bush, Kyle Larson, Kevin Harvick, and Denny Hamlin. And how many is that in the championship? Four for me? Zero. And I cannot a believe you picked Elliott. Like, how do you? Yeah. Yeah, are you sure you didn't like, this show? Like, if you didn't pick Chase he coasted, Elliott? He coasted into the playoffs, so I wasn't confident. But this was preseason. 
This was before the season started. Oh, oh, oh I got you. I got you. Oh, because, yeah, I see why. Yeah. Because I, mean, I listened to the broadcast, and you were hemming and hauling between Ham, Hamlin and Elliot, and you chose Hamlin. Yeah, such an idiot. The The real one is you were really riding hard with Kevin Harvick there. I think we all did in the in the when we picked the playoff rate, but you were really on the Harvick train in February. Was it just because of the bush lights? Yeah, I, I was drinking some bush lights. He's a bush light guy. Yeah. You just wanted to go to the mountains of Bush, I guess. I don't yeah. know. Now, all four of us were on the uh, Luke being one of us, sort of. He doesn't return my text messages anymore. But uh, uh, we were all here for the pre-playoff picks. So this is right he, before Darlington. Luke's too busy shopping that PSD Haley Deegan collection. <laughs> yeah, I think he got the neon green one. So just to recap the, the pre-playoff picks, Luke Hillen, he picked Kyle Bush as the champion. Uh, he didn't get that right, but he also predicted that uh, there would be double birds to JGR from Bush after the race. So he could still get that right. <laughs> bonus <laughs> yeah. points. Bonus points. His championship four was Larson Logano. Uh, Kyle Bush, Chase Briscoe, he got one of four. He was eight laps shy of getting Briscoe in. So almost give him half, but we won't. Right, Tyler, who'd you have? Yeah, I had Kyle Larson as the champion, who, if he would have just finished at the Roval, would have been in the play, the at least the, uh, the ground of eight and probably in the, in the four. Yeah. You want to race before that to get into that. So, yeah, don't get me started. Then I had uh, uh chase elliott uh ryan blaney who again if, if our guy could just win a race for the love of god um and who's actually been good in the, the playoffs for the most part just can't get a win and then we were all on the kevin harvick train because he won three races in a row <laughs> yeah. and i was the i didn't pick him to win the championship but i surely thought with the amount of races where we were going like phoenix and like uh um martinsville and like darlington like he would have some chances and boy did he not yeah evan the only person who could get the champion right this year pre pre playoff yeah. not pre season <laughs> yeah yeah uh, i had chase elliott to win the championship and then in my championship four i had elliott hamlin blaney and ross chastain two of four in the yeah. lead. Uh, so my pre-playoff picks, I messed up. Kevin Harvick as champion. I ro- I rode the hot hand, and then he shit the bed on me. Uh, I also had Elliot. Uh, so my championship four was Elliot, Harvick, Larson, and Logano. And I do not know, like, because I also picked him preseason. I'm not sure why I picked Logano, but something you're struck, smart. Something struck me, and I picked him. Because I'm not. Did he, a, I think you were. I think you were on the Ross Chastain train though too, and maybe about picking him as well. Yeah, I and, then you, and then you went Logano. I thought because yeah, we. I think we all had a flirtation with picking Ross Chastain, but the results are so all over the place. Sometimes we didn't know, and then yeah, holy crap, he rides the wall for two turns in the in the play or in the championship four. So there we are. So now to this race, the championship. Awesome name for the race, though. You know, I would have thought someone would want to put some big money sponsorship on that, but no. Uh, I have the long shot, Brad Keselowski. I think he's going to win. He has an average finish of eleven point two at the track, which is eighth best among active drivers. I think he's going to fail post race inspection, though. <laughs> uh, how about a name for you, Eric Amarola? Oh, there you go. 
did last race, uh, maybe as a full-time driver, he's still kind of back and forth, but in the last 10 races here, um, he's got the third best average finish out of all drivers with uh, two top fives and six top tens. You know how I can tell you don't, you don't do much research? Because I just looked up the last 10 races on racing. Well, races. no, this summer he agreed he's coming back to run full-time. Smithfield talked him into it. It was in a rundown the one time. No, I know. That's why I said he was going back and forth. But he's fourth. He's There's no back after he went fourth. Uh, I don't know why you got to call me out. <laughs> Tyler, who you got? Oh, is it my turn? Uh, I'm going to go with Martin Truex Jr. Cross my fingers. Like, I'm not feeling really great about him as a long shot, but he has one here in the spring of 2021. Been a runner-up twice in the last six races. Had a top 10 during the COVID year. Um He's a past champion. He needs his – what is his streak, TD? It's like 14 years of the win, something like that. Something like that. I thought yeah, it was like 11. Like, yeah, maybe 11. Um, there's, yeah, it's got to be 11. There's no way he ever got a win with Michael Waltrip Racing. I think it was with Furniture Rose when he got started. <laughs> so, um, I love Michael Waltrip Racing. They were my favorite. Yeah, yeah, when he was in the 56, I forgot about that. Um, yeah, so I'll go Martin Trex Jr. He um, had it, He started 20th, wrecked out, dnf in the spring race, but last Year in 2021, won the spring race, was the runner up last year in the, in the championship race. So I like the like the 19 to maybe make a good run and maybe sneak into victory lane. Actually, his streak is only seven. seven. Really? I thought it was longer than that. I know Brad Keselowski has a really long one, but I thought true. I think Keselowski, I think, is the 11. Sorry, Furniture. I was giving me all that credit in that beautiful 78 car that he used to run in. So who we got picking, uh, who we got winning the race and or championship, I guess I will start. I have Ryan Blaney winning the race. He finally gets us over the top with our 20th winner this year. And then he edges out Joey Logano. I don't know why I have Joey Logano in the top four, so I might as well pick him without knowing why. I think the uh, streak continues where the champion wins the race, and I'm going to go with Chase Elliott. Oh, man. Best Do they have a Hooters out there? In Phoenix? No, Louisiana. Uh, yeah, probably on campus, probably right there in the uh, next to the swamp. student union. <laughs> that, that would be a good partnership. Yeah. We would yeah. call that in college athletics. Uh, I'm going to go with uh, uh, this one may scratch your head a little bit, but I'm going to give Luke Hill a shout out to I'm going to go with Chase Briscoe to win the race and sweep. Uh, he wanted the spring race, but I will pick Chase Elliott to finish in the top three, and Elliott's the champion. Oh, look at that. And he'll be the only the second active driver to be a multi-time champion. It's just yeah. him and Kyle. would be him and Kyle Busch if he wins. So, yeah. yeah I, I think I thought Briscoe ran really well last week in Martinsville. The strategy was really good. Just kind of ran out of time. And then um, he was dominant in the spring race. So, we're going to cross our fingers, get the 14 across the finish line for our buddy Luke Hill. And since basketball season starts on Friday night. And he needs <laughs> all, the, all the good love he can get. All righty, we're going to move on to the Nat, Nat, uh, NASCAR Xfinity Series Championship. Also, no sponsorship for that. Races Saturday, 6 p.m. Eastern on USA, MRN, and Sirius XM Radio with coverage starting at 5.30. Races 200 miles, 200 laps, stages 45, 45, 110. Championship four, we got three junior motorsports and one JGR. It's Noah Gregson, Josh Berry, Justin Allgaier. It's Gregson's last go at an Xfinity title as he's headed to Petty GMS next year. Ty Gibbs is expected by many to be driving the 18 in the Cup Series next year, but nothing's been confirmed. 
Josh Berry and Justin Allgaier seem uh, set to kick a little ass again for Junior Norris Sports next year. So they've had 41 <laughs> Xfinity races here. Kyle Busch has won more than a quarter of them with 11. He's not in the race, so don't pick him. <laughs> this is the seventh year of the Xfinity playoffs, five of the last six years. The championship winner won the championship race including Daniel Suarez in 2016, Tyler Reddick 2018 and 19, Austin Sindrick 2020, Daniel Hemrick uh, last season. Yep. And then the uh, best driver this year in Xfinity uh, has been uh, Noah Gregson. He's got eight wins, 20 top fives, 25 top tens, and 32 starts. Average finish of 8.3 on the season. In the playoffs, he's finished inside the top 10 in all six races with wins at Texas and Homestead Miami. This is his fourth playoff and second uh, championship four appearance he finished 12th in the race last year and third in the championship four uh, and seven starts in phoenix he has one win which happened earlier this year two top fives and four uh top tens ty gibbs has been right on his tail he's got six wins 15 top fives and 22 top tens and 32 starts average finish of 9.4 on the year uh in the in his first xfinity playoffs he has a win at martinsville runner-up finishes at the roval and homestead miami and two Phoenix starts, he finished runner-up last season uh, in his Xfinity Series debut and then finished sixth uh, in March. Well, that in Mar yeah, March, yeah, last year was his, uh... yeah, okay, I'm confused. I wrote that weird. Uh, this year, uh, Josh Perry. I was Perry. following along. <laughs> yes, Josh Perry has uh, three wins, 11 top fives, 20 top tens, and his 32 starts average finish at 10.7. Uh, this is his first Xfinity playoffs. Uh, he has a win at Las Vegas, three other top 10 finishes, including fifth at Talladega, sixth at Texas. Barry has two starts in Phoenix. He had a crash in the 2021 race here and finished 36. Then he finished third in the spring race uh, this season. Justin Allgaier, this year he has three wins, 15 top fives, 22 top tens, 32 starts, average finish at 10.8. I would say... You might put Dinger in, but I think we got at least four of the top five drivers uh, this season in the race, which is good. Um, well, anyways, uh, Allgaier has been in all six of the prior playoffs, uh, including uh, this is his sixth. So one year he didn't make the championship four. So I should say this is his seven, uh, seventh Xfinity playoffs, and he's been in the championship four six times. Best finish was 2020 when he was runner-up. Um, I lost my place. Uh, and then, on the fifth-place finish at Phoenix. Yeah. Um, it's been a mixed bag in the playoffs for him this year. He finished 29th at Texas, 15th at Talladega, before ripping off four consecutive top tens, including third at Las Vegas. Uh, not in the championship four. Austin Hill is your rookie of the year. Once again, unless he, uh, you know, molested that horse. Standing, yeah. Yeah. Um, so we went back to the preseason picks. Uh, rookie of the year, Evan was correct. He picked Austin Hill to be uh, rookie of the year. I picked Sheldon Creed. <laughs> Bold predictions. Thomas said Jade Buford makes the top eight. I'm not making any more top eight predictions. Those are just stupid. <laughs> and then what I, I did, the one thing I did races? do. What's that? That's a Jade Buford even make it through eight races. He made it through nine, actually. The, <laughs> I was correct here, though. I actually called them. I listened to the the very first podcast of the year, 
and I called it Ty Gibbs Racing. Oh, <laughs> so, so I got that correct. Um, Evan, though, you were equally wrong. You said Andrea yeah. Alfredo will get a win. Yeah, which I didn't get right. However, I crushed it in the championship. I will Rick. say we might be the top Xfinity uh, series podcast in the country. Yeah, that's what the that's what the reviews are saying. That's um, what. So, what did you have? I had Noah Gregson, Justin Olgar, AJ Allmendinger, and Josh Berry. But I did have a caveat that if Ty Gibbs was going to be full time because it hadn't been announced yet. Uh, I'd have him in over Almondinger. Yeah. So I had all four of them correct, and I also said that Junior Motorsports was going to kick ass all year, and that's exactly what they did. I I had Dinger, Landon Castle, Noah Gregson, Josh Berry, and I also said if Gibbs was confirmed, he'd be in over Castle. So I got three out of the four. Uh, we're Xfinity geniuses. So if NASCAR.com is looking. We weren't friends with Tyler Pig in February, so we hated him, and he wasn't on, so he didn't have any picks. Well, it's weird because we we didn't do a pre-playoff. Like I listened to the the episode before the playoff, and we didn't do predictions for Xfinity. So that's a weird. That was bad. I think that was the one week you were supposed to write the rundown. Sure, it doesn't sound like me. So who do you got, winner slash champion? We'll let our guests go on first. Oh, you're letting me go first? Oh, wow. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna take uh, Noah Gregson. He doesn't wreck Ty Gibbs, but Noah Gregson wins the race. And to Evan's point, he's been the most dominant driver all year long. Uh, and yeah. I, I think he's think he's got a chance in a, in, a, in a track where he won at as well in the spring. I think he sweeps and he he gets ahead. Uh, I like I said, I'll take the under on Ty Gibbs making it past the uh, hundred lap mark. Um, I, I, the one other guy I'm like, I'm not going to pick him as a winner, but like Josh Berry is really intriguing to me at this track. Like, I think he could, he's been really consistent all year long, but I like, I like Daniel Gregson uh, or uh, Noah Gregson to, to win it. Yep. If this were Twitter, I'd just smash that retweet button. I agree with everything. Uh, Tyler said, I'm going to go with, uh, Noah Gregson to win it. Yeah. I picked, uh, Noah Gregson edging out Justin Allgaier. Um, I think Ty Gibbs has a better tr- history at this track than Noah Gregson, but he'll be racing against a whole bunch of drivers who don't like him. So, I will true. say, uh, if you're listening, uh, Noah, we will take all the Black Rifle Coffee Company in Lafayette and College Station. We don't turn down free coffee. So there you go. So Camping World Truck Series, our last chance getting to say that. They switch over the Craftsman Truck Series next year. Anyhow, they were able to find a sponsor. Lucas Oil apparently didn't have enough money to get the other two races, but they got this one. It's the Lucas Oil 150. You got to be shitting me on this one. Races at 10 p.m. Eastern. 10, that's 10 p.m. Eastern, 9 p.m. Central on FS1, MRN, Series XM Radio. Uh, the race coverage starts when the actual race should start, which is 9 p.m. Eastern. Um, just brutal. I mean, like, I'm an old man. Um, race is 150 la- miles, 150 laps. I personally think a championship race should be at least 200 miles, but that's just me. Stages of 45, 45, and 60. Um, championship four, Zane Smith, Chandler Smith, Ty Majeski, who's hot enough to make a brass monkey wink, and Ben Rhodes. 
This is the seventh year of the truck playoffs. Only twice, only two times in the past, uh, prior six years has a champion actually won the championship race. That was Brett Moffitt in 2018, Sheldon Creed in 2020. Breaking down the field, uh, this year, Ty Majeski has two wins. Both of those came in the round of eight, uh, Bristol and Homestead. Uh, he has 10 top fives, 15 top tens, average finish of 9.6. This was his first playoffs. And during this year's playoffs, he has two wins, three top fives, five top tens in the six races. Uh, at Phoenix, he finished 11th in his only start. So he's only got one race here. So hard to judge, but he's been hot. Uh, this year, Zane Smith has three wins, Daytona, Coda, and Kansas, along with 13 top fives, 18 top tens, average finish of eighth, 8.0. This is his third consecutive season racing in the championship four. He finished runner-up, always the bridesmaid, never the bride, last two years. And this year's playoff, he has top tens in five of the six races, including four top four finishes. So strong the last six races. Uh, runner-up at both Bristol and Homestead. Phoenix history includes two top fives in his two races. Uh, but those were both championship races, and they weren't good enough to claim the title. Last year, he finished fifth as Ben Rhodes finished third. And then the year before that, he finished second as Sheldon Creed won the race. Hell, yeah. Well, let's see. Ben Rhodes is the only – I thought you were going to take over from there. And you uh, <laughs> okay, Ben Rhodes is the only – one <laughs> of the three defending champions in the championship for this year. He has one win with seven top fives and 12 top tens. Average finish of 11.2. This marks his fifth Truck Series playoff, but just the second – uh, championship four in this year's playoff he's been uh, off and on six races include runners up runner-ups at indy and talladega but also an 18th place uh finish at richmond and bristol in a seven phoenix starts he's got three top fives and four top tens last year he finished third to edge out zane smith for the series title in 2020 finished second behind a winner and series champion uh sheldon creed and the last driver in the championship four is chandler smith he has three wins this year at Las Vegas, Pocono, and Richmond. Eight top fives, 15 top tens, average finish of 9.0. This is his second playoff appearance. Last year, he was eliminated in the round of eight after starting the round with a disastrous 30 play, 35th place finish at Las Vegas, but then won uh, the championship race, which probably had to suck for him. Uh, in this year's playoff, he's got four top tens, including a win at Richmond. Uh, the win at Richmond is his only top five finish, though. He has been dominant. Uh, in his three races at Phoenix with a win and two third-place finishes. Uh, Corey Heim is your Rookie of the Year, uh, as long as he stays in good standing. <laughs> Don't molest any dead horses. <laughs> uh, at a, during our preseason predictions, uh, Rookie of the Year, I picked Lawless Allen, uh, and then Thomas picked Blaine Perkins, so we were wrong on that one. Well, and, I, just, and my I, did, I, I, I didn't know how many races Corey Heim was going to run. I knew he was a good driver, but like Kyle Busch uses a lot of different drivers. Had I known he was going to race the whole second half of the season, I might have picked him. But picking Blaine Perkins was still not very smart. Uh, and then our bold predictions, uh, I must have pulled my inner Luke Hillen. I had uh, Haley Deegan making the playoffs. That did not happen. And then Thomas <laughs> with a top eight prediction, <laughs> picking Blaine Perkins. Uh, in the final four, I had Christian Eckes, John Hunter Nemechek, Ben Rhodes, and Carson Hosevar. That's 25%. Uh, 
uh, one of four. Thomas had John Hunter, name and check Ben Rhodes, Carson Hosevar, and Chandler Smith. So he got two. Two of four. Um, and then uh, pre-playoff predictions, we actually did this. I must have written that script. <laughs> had Ty Majeski as one of the first two outs. He's a moron. Uh, and then his final four, he had Ekis. He stayed with the same one. Ekis, Nemechek, Rhodes, and Haru Savari still got one of four. I went with the two Smiths, Hosevar and Ekis, so I got two of four. So. Yep. All right, Tommy, who you got winning? Oh, I got Chandler Smith. I think he wins the race and he wins the championship. Like we said, he's got three races at Phoenix, 2021 victory, and then third place finishes in 2019, 2020. Uh, Zane Smith will finish uh, runner-up for the third consecutive year. Very sad. Very sad. <laughs> I'm going to take, uh, take Chandler Smith, like TD said, to win the race in a championship. But I think he's going to fend off Ben Rhodes late. I'm going to go with Zane Smith. Two top five finishes, man. And there's two races here. There you go. I think he, uh, I think he gets it done, finally gets over that hump. Uh, looking at the paint schemes, we got some good ones uh, this week. Uh, in the cup race, we got Kevin Harvick in the hashtag Bush Line Leader car. Uh, and then uh, Bubba Wallace in the 45 McDonald's, Tyler Reddick in the you know, Cheddar's Scratch Kitchen. And then the best one is Kyle Bush in the M&M's. Thank you, fans. Uh, thank you, because we're bolting NASCAR. <laughs> and... Uh, <laughs> It's kind of fitting that uh, they're leaving NASCAR and Kyle Busch is not racing the 18 this year. So they're both leaving. Yeah. So very sad. We'll see that pain scheme for the last time ever. Xfinity. I don't even know what Brandon Brown's sponsor is, but the car looks sweet. I tried to look it up. I look, uh, someone could type while I'm talking and might be able to find it. Um, it just looked cool, but it didn't like nowhere did it indicate who they were sponsored by which is a bold move uh we got 44 uh rajak ruth in the rally for valor uh car pretty nice nice paint scheme there jeb burton in the arrowhead brass uh it's got like a red white and blue american flag thingy anthony alfredo pit bra- boss grills he's got some flames on there and then i still i want to see what's on the hood but uh joe graff jr uh armslist.com allowing you to buy guns online uh love that sponsorship uh for him uh but i i didn't like like a quarter of your paint scheme is the hood of the car and whenever they show paint schemes they never show the hood and top of the car um and then down to the trucks we got jack wood in the quick quack car wash Pretty sweet. And then uh, Zane Smith and the Michael Roberts construction, remembering great men. I believe this is a uh, Veterans Day uh, type theme. It's got photos of lots of great men who I'm guessing are uh, fallen soldiers. Um, or Veterans Day it could be actual veterans. They don't have to be dead. That's the one thing people need to remember about Veterans Day. Those are live people. Memorial Day is uh, the passed away veterans. And then number 61, Chase Purdy, Ibaraki Taiopet. I think that might be Japanese for Bama Buggies. Japanese for Bama Buggies. Pretty cool paint scheme. I don't know what it is. Toyo Pet, I guess it's one of those those little pets that you get, those electronic pets you get your kids, where China steals all your info by walking around your house looking at stuff. 
So that's that. I'm trying to find uh like there's nothing on Brandon Brown's car. Yeah, but did you see the paint scheme? Yeah. It looks pretty cool, does it not? But it doesn't say it, it kind of looks like Avatarish. Yeah. Something about saving the planet, but it doesn't Oh whoa, center. Yeah, you're right. Okay. I mean, it doesn't help that he's not racing for his own team. So that, but so that is that for this week. Yeah, this will be our last preview of the season. And then, uh, like I said, we'll have to. Well, yeah, this is our last preview. We'll have a recap sometime next week. As busy as Evan is, it could be Monday, it could be Tuesday, it could be Wednesday, it could be Thursday, it could be Friday, it could be Saturday. We won't be very busy after the Troy Trojans take care of the Raging Cages this weekend. Oh, geez, this guy's going to start talking smack. We'll see what happens. So, Well, we appreciate you guys for listening. We'll be back to recap all three championship races. Hopefully all my predictions are right. Hopefully uh, Thomas and Tyler were wrong on the ones that they disagreed with me with. And then we'll see you guys at Hooters after Chase Elliott wins. There you go. So Haley Deegan's in the playoffs. (laughs) (laughs) Big bang, man. And uh, Luke Hillen, we miss you. Maybe someday you'll join us again. (laughs) And I'm going to stop recording. So uh, Luke uh, or Bobby Hillen, start playing that music now. Texas where football was my game until that racing fever started burning in my brain started running many stops when I was 13 and won a short track championship when I was just 16 I met a man named Harry Hyde and he built a car for me sponsored by granddaddy Hillen's drilling company we ran in five grand nationals my Talladega finish was the start of my big dream. Thank you for the ride, Harry Hyde. And I'm glad I had Granddaddy on my side. You've given me my wings, now it's up to me to fly. Thank you for the ride, Harry Hyde. say that lady luck has given me the brakes i must admit she smiled a bit but it's me that runs the race now you can't be a champion due to luck or circumstance i'll do the best i can for those who've given me the chance thank you for